Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to the program. I'm your host, Jack Church, and of course, this is Love Letters to Pam, the Jack Church Show. I certainly hope you've had a good last, I don't know, rest of the week, rest of the last few days, the rest of your weekend. Not sure when you're listening to this program. I will, however, let you know I'm recording it on about, oh, it's on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock in the evening. You're saying, why in the world are you doing it on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock? Well, the answer is obvious. My beautiful bride, Pam, is not here. There's no playtime. There's no fun time. It's just me all alone. I made a nice dinner after going out on a little fishing expedition with two very dear friends of mine from elementary school. Can you believe that? From elementary school. We uh, got together and went fishing out at Kentucky Lake and had a really, really nice time. So it's nice to be with old friends who've known me since when I was just a little bitty boy. And they also knew my lovely bride, Pam. In fact, it's two brothers and one of the brothers, his name Andy, was the best man in my wedding. So needless to say, it's kind of special when we get together. And I do hope that you have somebody in your life like that, special friends that you can get together with with from time to time because if you're listening to this program you've obviously experienced some type of loss and you're looking for answers now let me go ahead and give you the truth here the real truth i don't have all the answers but what i do do is i try and share my journey with you and in some small way it seems to help not only me but others as well And a big thank you again to everyone out there who continues to support this program and also gives monthly donations. It is incredibly gratifying as we continue to grow the program and hopefully share the stories with others out there who are on grief journeys of their own. Now, I wanted to talk with you a little bit this evening about social media. Yeah, that's always in the news, is it not? What's the latest I heard? I guess Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter and seems like half the people are upset, half the people are excited. I don't know. I'm not going to weigh in on that. I don't really care. In fact, have you noticed when you've had a deep loss, one thing that I will say is a benefit to loss. This this is going to sound terrible. Trust me. I wish I had my sweet Pam with me. I would give up anything to have her here. But the one thing through losing her that has changed me is I simply don't worry about things as much. I'm not worked up about who's going to buy Twitter. I don't get worked up about politics. I don't get worked up about all these things that are happening around us because the bottom line is, you know, there's not a lot we can do about it. And I know everybody says do our part. And yeah, in some small way we can. But I always remind myself, And in talking with others who have experienced a big loss, we've already gone through some of the worst things we could ever imagine in our lives. So the rest of this is just kind of, I don't know, it's like, oh, well, we'll get through it. And I'm kind of glad about that. That's the one small thing about losing Pam is I don't worry as much. And I always remember she would tell me, she would say, you worry enough for the both of us because she never worried about anything And then she would always ask me when I would say, well, aren't you worried? And she would say, would it help? And indeed it would not. So let's get back to this little discussion about social media. And what it was, I I had lunch with a a gentleman here where I live in the Nashville area. Very nice guy. He's a little younger than me. Got two, three kids at home, I think, and a beautiful wife and cooking along. Life's going great. You know that. We remember what that was like, don't we? When life was just great. As I always tell people, life can still be Well, kind of okay to good. Not sure about it being great. But anyway, his life and his family, at least on the surface, seems to be going great. And we had a really nice visit. 
we talked about some pretty deep issues and he, he wanted to hear more about Pam. And I thought, that's nice. That really is. And we've talked about that before. So often when you've lost somebody, everyone wants to steer away from the conversation about talking about the one you lost. And we've talked about this before. They should not do that. We never, ever want to forget the ones we've lost. And we like talking about them. And we like when people ask us questions about them. And he asked me a question that, honestly, I haven't been asked a lot of. He said, what did you love most about Pam? And it took me a second or two. And then I said, you know, it was her sense of adventure. She would literally do anything and everything. There was nothing off limits, it seemed, with Pam. She made life exciting. And she made it exciting for our family. I've talked about before, we moved all over the country. Lived in different states, different cities, different homes. And the kids still turned out okay. But at the same time, she had this this knack for whenever we would move to a new location, she worked really, really hard at making it fun for the kids because she knew it was hard on them. And in some respects, I was selfish. She was probably selfish too because we wanted to go live in a new place. And I know it was hard on the kids, but they didn't really have a choice. So they came along for the ride. And she always made sure to get us involved and active in the community. She made sure that they connected with with people and would help develop a network of friends. So yeah, that was one of the things I really, really loved about her. She never complained. She really didn't. Because again, kind of like she would say, I worried enough for the two of us. I complained enough for the two of us as well. So let's get back to that social media question we're talking about. This person asked me about, They said they knew of a person who had lost a child, and they had noticed that on social media, even after two years, they were still talking about the loss and how it hurt, and they shared their entire life over social media about the pain they were feeling about the loss. And this person I was having lunch with asked me, he goes, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, should that really be happening? And I think they were probably a little bothered by it. And I can honestly say that before I lost Pam, I can remember one time telling a friend, I said, you know, I thought Facebook was supposed to be fun. I don't like reading about people's problems and what's happening with them. I don't want to be depressed when I look at it. But you know what? Now I get it. And especially following the pandemic, so many people were shut in for like two years, sometimes through their own fears, sometimes through government regulations. Regardless, it was a long two years. And social media really, really grew in its popularity in that we could share our feelings with the outside world that we were cut off from being in touch with in person. So let's get back to answering the person's question about what did I think about this woman sharing her feelings and how sad she was at the loss of a child. And my answer was, I get it. I do the same. You know, for those of you that listen to this program, I don't know if you're aware of this. I actually have a special Facebook page you can go to. It's called Love Letters to Pam, the Jack Church Show. Same as our program here. And oftentimes, I post letters there to Pam, things that we never touch on in this program. And then on my personal Facebook page, I'm pretty transparent as well. There's times I'll just go off writing about things that are really bothering me and hurting me and how much my heart hurts because I miss her so much. And the reason we do these things is because we're looking for community, aren't we? We're looking for others who have gone through similar situations and we're looking to them for support. 
And I'm betting that may be why you listen to this program as well. Because listening to me talk about the loss, you can then say, he gets it. I get it. Wow. We're both on this journey together. And yes, we are. Now, there are going to be people out there who are sick and tired of hearing us whine and complain and go on and on about our loss. But I'm going to tell you again for the 100th millionth time. I have no idea how many times I've told you this. And it's in all the textbooks. It's in all the literature. Grief has no timeline. The deal is we don't want to get stuck in our grief. We can't allow it to control us 24-7. So in some respects, we need that outlet. We don't need to keep it bottled up. So we go to social media. Because when we put it out there, so to speak, you know, we don't, it's not like when you're sitting in front of somebody and you start to talk about your pain and how you're feeling and you can see their face just tuning out. It's like, oh no. On social media, you don't have to see their face. You don't have to see their reaction. If they're not happy reading what you've written again about your loss, it doesn't matter. But many, many times, of course, more times than not, others will respond to maybe what you've posted or said about your loss. And we gain some comfort knowing they're there with us alongside our G- our grief journey, so to speak. In fact, I did this just a few days ago. I was having a horrible, horrible night. I don't know. It's just one of those nights. I know it's been two and a half years. You still have those nights? Yes, indeed I do. I just started crying a river sitting on the couch just saying, I just miss you so much, Pam. And I started pleading with God again. Why, oh, why did you take her so soon? Why did you do that? And then I would start thinking about things we used to do together. And then I would start to cry. Well, I then wrote a little post about this. The post, though, is a little different. I actually do them in the form of a letter. Some of you have read those and you know the name of this program, Love Letters to Pam. I've told you before, I had a therapist tell me this is great therapy. So I wrote her a letter that night. I poured out my heart about why I was having such a hard night. And I put it out there on the worldwide social media platform. And you know what? I'm sure there were a lot of people who read it going, oh, brother, is he ever going to get over this? I'm sick of reading it. Well, it's kind of like television. Change the channel. Move on to somebody else. But you know what? There was a core group of people who actually offered some wonderful support and comments. And that helped me. And I saw the power of social media. And in some respects, it's a little more comfortable for people to respond to you over a social media platform rather than in person. No, it's not as personable, so to speak, but it still feels kind of nice. So I guess what I'm saying is, if somebody gets on your case about, would you just drop it with your post on social media? Oh, please. You know, just just shrug your shoulders and look the other way because I get it. And most everyone listening to this program right now, they get it. They understand why you do this. It's an outlet. So for all the evils that social media has presented, there are some positives. And I think on this grief journey, that's one of the positives, being able to share our feelings in a forum out there where maybe we reach others and they can respond And then I have people tell me all the time, too, when I post these letters, when I actually write them out on the page there, people tell me it helps them reading the journey. And I've also had people who are still married and their spouses are still here on this earth. They've told me when they read and hear about the love that I shared with Pam, that it reminds them 
They need to maybe work a little harder on their relationship because they don't know how long they've got on this earth. And again, that's not to be bragging. I share that with you because what you share with others, you have no idea who it could be impacting. And most of the time, it's going to be in a positive, impactful way. So don't worry about the naysayers. Those who tell you to get over it, quit posting that stuff, stay away from it. You don't have to. Now, I will tell you when it comes to social media, let's steer away from looking at news events and politics and religion and all those things. I certainly do. I really, really do because that stuff can bring you down. And I say that as a person who spent the great majority of their life in local television news. Most of it is not going to leave you feeling very good. So just steer away from it. And when you see negative comments, just treat it like, you know, rain that hits your little rain hat there. Just let it kind of, you know, drop off. What do they call it? Water on the back of a duck. I don't know what it is, but just don't let it penetrate your soul and let it bother you. So that's it again for this program. As I always say, I'm not sure if I helped you at all. Again, this is just me spouting out my free adventure, what do we call it, advice. I don't even like calling it advice because, again, it's consider the price, okay? But I do appreciate all of you being there. And I want you to know, I'm going to try not to get emotional here, but I truly do appreciate you listening to this program. And I'm so sorry, though, that we all have to be on this journey. But it does seem, if we've got to be on this journey, being on it together and with others does help just a bit. Until next time, hey Pam, I love you, sweetheart. I'll miss you forever and always. Until next time, everyone have a great day make it a better tomorrow.